Welcome to Bite at a Time Books Behind the Story, where we answer the questions you have about your favorite classic authors. What inspired your favorite author to write their novels? What was going on in the world at the time? Follow along with us as we tell you what was happening in the world while your favorite authors wrote your favorite classics. My name is Bree Carlisle, and I love to read and wanted to share my passion with listeners like you. If you want to know what's coming next and vote on upcoming books, sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. Be sure to follow my show on your favorite podcast platform so you get all the new episodes. You can find most of our links in the show notes, but also our website, biteatatimebooks.com, includes all of the links for our show, including to our Patreon to support the show and YouTube, where we have special behind the narration of the episodes. We're part of the Bite at a Time Books Productions Network. If you'd also like to hear a book by the author, check out the Bite at a Time Books podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Today we'll be learning about the reception and legacy of the Brothers Grimm. Kinder und Hausmarchen was not an immediate bestseller, but its popularity grew with each edition. The early editions attracted lukewarm critical reviews generally on the basis that the stories were unappealing to children. The brothers responded with modifications and rewrites to increase the book's market appeal to that demographic. By the 1870s, the tales had increased greatly in popularity to the point that they were added to the teaching curriculum in Prussia. In the 20th century, the work maintained status as a second only to the Bible, as the most popular book in Germany. Its sales generated a mini-industry of criticism which analyzed the tale's folkloric content in the context of literary history, socialism, and psychological elements often along Freudian and Jungian lines. In their research, the brothers made a science of the study of folklore, generating a model of research that launched general fieldwork in most European countries, and setting standards for research and analysis of stories and legends that made them pioneers in the field of folklore in the 19th century. In Nazi Germany, the Grimm stories were used to foster nationalism as well as to promote anti-Semitic sentiments in an increasingly hostile time for Jewish people. Some examples of notable anti-Semitic works in the Grimm's discography are The Girl Who Was Killed by Jews, The Jews' Stone, The Jew Among Thorns, and The Good Bargain. The Girl Who Was Killed by Jews and The Jew's Stone tell stories of blood libel by Jews against innocent children. In both stories, the children are violently killed and mutilated. The myth of blood libel was widely propagated during the Middle Ages and is still used to vilify Jews today. The children in these two stories are also acquired in exchange for large sums of money. Jewish wealth and greed are also common anti-Semitic tropes. These tropes appear in The Jew Among Thorns and The Good Bargain. In both stories, a Jewish man is depicted as deceitful for the sake of money. In the former, the man admits to stealing money and is executed instead of the protagonist. In the latter, the Jewish man is found to be deceitful in order to be rewarded a sum of money. The specific deceit is irrelevant. And here, too, the protagonist triumphs over the Jew. All of these stories paint Jews as antagonists, whether through murderous rites, deceit, or greed. Anti-Semitism in folklore has contributed to the popularization of anti-Semitic tropes and misconceptions about the Jewish faith, but the Nazi party was particularly devoted to the Grimm's collected stories. According to author Elizabeth Dalton, 
Nazi ideologues enshrined the Kinder und Hausmarchen as virtually a sacred text. The Nazi party decreed that every household should own a copy of Kinder und Hausmarchen. Later, officials of Allied-occupied Germany banned the book for a period. In the United States, the 1937 release of Walt Disney's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs shows the triumph of good over evil, innocence over oppression according to Zipes. The Grimm's tales have provided much of the early foundation on which Disney built an empire. In film, the Cinderella motif, the story of a poor girl finding love and success, has been repeated in movies such as Pretty Woman, Ever After, Made in Manhattan, and Ella Enchanted. 20th century educators debated the value and influence of teaching stories that include brutality and violence, and some of the more gruesome details were sanitized. Daig writes that some educators, in the belief that children should be shielded from cruelty of any form, believe that stories with a happy ending are fine to teach, whereas those that are darker, particularly the legends, might pose more harm. On the other hand, some educators and psychologists believe that children easily discern the difference between what is a story and what is not, and that the tales continue to have value for children. The publication of Bruno Bettelheim's 1976 The Uses of Enchantment brought a new wave of interest in the stories as children's literature, with an emphasis on the therapeutic value for children. More popular stories, such as Hansel and Gretel and Little Red Riding Hood, have become staples of modern childhood, presented in coloring books, puppet shows, and cartoons. Other stories, however, have been considered too gruesome and have not made a popular transition. Regardless of the debate, the Grimm stories have continued to be resilient and popular among the world, although a recent study in England appears to suggest that parents consider the stories to be overly violent and inappropriate for young children, writes Libby Copeland for Slate. Nevertheless, children remain enamored of the Grimm's fairy tales, with the brothers themselves embraced as the creators of the stories, and even as part of the stories themselves. The film Brothers Grimm imagines them as con artists exploiting superstitious German peasants, until they are asked to confront a genuine fairy tale curse that calls them to finally be heroes. The movie Ever After shows the Grimms in their role as collectors of fairy tales, though they learn to their surprise that at least one of the stories, Cinderella, is actually true. Grimm follows a detective who discovers that he is a Grimm, the latest in a line of guardians who are sworn to keep the balance between humanity and mythological creatures. Ever After High imagines the Grimms, here, called Milton and Giles, are the headmasters of the Ever After High boarding school, where they train the children of the previous generation of fairy tales to follow in their parents' footsteps. The Tenth Kingdom miniseries states that the brothers were trapped in the fairy tale world for years, where they witnessed the events of their stories before finally making it back to the real world. The Sisters Grimm book series follows their descendants, Sabrina and Daphne, as they adapt to life in Fairyport Landing, a town in upstate New York populated by the fairy tale people. Separate from the previous series are The Land of Stories and its Sisters Grimm, a self-described coven determined to track down and document creatures from the fairy tale world that cross over to the real world. Their ancestors were, in fact, chosen by Mother Goose and others to tell fairy tales so that they might give hope to the human race. 
The university library at the Humboldt University of Berlin is housed in the Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm Center, Jacob und Wilhelm Grimm Zentrum. Among its collections is a large portion of the Grimm's private library. Thank you for joining Bite at a Time Books behind the story today, while we answered some of the questions you have about one of your favorite classic authors. Again, my name is Brie Carlisle, and I hope you come back next time when we answer more questions about one of your favorite classic authors. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. Check out the show notes or our website biteatatimebooks.com for the links for our show.